What's up, what's up, what's up, people? It's your girl, Tunday. Um, making this podcast for my ladies, for my girls, for you women, for us queens that out here in the wilderness with these men, girl. What's going on? I told you, ladies, that I will be making a podcast um, about relationships. Yeah, about relationships. Um, I came to do that simply because the girls um, that I have seen, you know, we ladies, we going through things with the men in our lives. And men may be going through some things with the women in their lives. But um, just your girl coming through to try to shed a little light on how, you know, how to deal with that. Um me, myself, personally, I've told you guys several times, I am divorced, but I say widow, but I'm not. I'm divorced, but my ex-husband passed away in January. Um, but uh, when we were together, there were some traumatic events that transpired in our marriage, and it made it hard. It really did. It made it hard um, to survive. There was you know, drug abuse, there was, you know, cheating, infidelity that occurred and everything. So I'm just here to speak on my take, my opinion on, um, you know, things and that we could do to handle, you know, those situations better. Um, As I was doing my research for the podcast, I came across um, this article And it was crazy because I was sitting here and I was on my computer and I was doing my thing. And, of course, I'm, you know, connected to the Huffington Post and the Huff Post and Politico and the whole, you know, all of the news, you know, venues and outlets. And there's this article that popped up on Huffington Post. Well, Huff Post, it says, my husband and I left our spouses to be together. Here's what I've learned about love. I was like, what? Oh, my God. This is crazy. So, it being a Sunday evening yesterday, I just decided to read the article. Um, This particular couple had been knowing each other for a number of years. They had worked at some type of um, fair or, you know, convention uh, working in, uh, they do, they are, both interested in food and the cul- and, and being in the culinary genre. So they uh, would go to this convention uh, once a year and they would work the same uh, restaurant or whatever venue that it was that they had to, to work together. And beyond their, na- you know, knowing their names, and I think they didn't even really know each other. They said they didn't even know each other's names the first three years that they you know, did the convention together, you know, uh, he being a husband, um, having children, having a wife, you know, it was, um, you know, day-to-day life, but the gentleman was unhappy. Uh, the young lady was, um, a female in a situation where she was unhappy. Um, they both, um, you know, seen each other and, they talk about in the article one particular day that the couple is um, cutting some potatoes and he walks by and there's this 
<clears throat> immediate attraction <laughs> that you might want to call. I was like, what? Okay, y'all doing it, you know? And But from that day on, they decided to meet outside of that. Fell in love and left their spouses. You know, she had all types of, you know, inhibitions about whether he was actually going to leave his wife because we know technically men never leave the wives and the children and and their families and so she was apprehensive but he did um they have successfully you know or trying to integrate the families together uh his family gets along uh, doesn't get along with her. She's the bimbo. She's the tramp. She said she she's the slut, the homewrecker. But her family has embraced him, and even the children have, and his children have embraced her because they see um, <clears throat> a change in their in their father. I wanted to touch on it simply because um, I felt I thought it was interesting because these were two married people <clears throat> who left. And came together. So, you know, it can sometimes we as women, we are married to a man and he may not be the man for us. He may not be the one that um, God intended for us to be with. But because we're married, because we are in a situation where we are a wife, we tend to try to push that. You know, I know I me myself personally, I fought for my marriage. I prayed. I did. I was the good wife. You know, I did not cheat. I knew he was doing wrong. You know, I tried my best to get him to do what I wanted him to do. But at the end of the day, it didn't stop. And March 28th, 2012, I got tired. I just had heard some things. Um, that just really tore my heart out, and it it, it it at the end of the day it ended my marriage. Um, but my husband, husband, ex husband, and I, you know, it took some time, but we um, and we never did stop being intimate. I do want to say <clears throat> we always were intimate until I finally three years ago stopped it, and um, you know, I did that not for him but for me. You know, because I was like, why are you sleeping with this man? He's married a whole nother woman, you know, just because, you know, you don't have to indulge in that. That's the way you fully move on. And and that's what I did. But I wrote down some things that when he left, these are feelings that I had. Coping with spousal abandonment, uh, infidelity, betrayal, rejection. And depression. And uh, to be honest with you, a quick Google search will bring up all of these ideas. And I chose, um, I chose abandonment because, you know, we feel like a, a husband is our protector. We feel like he's there to, you know, you know, he's supposed to pay the bills. He he's protects the family. If there's an intruder, he goes and defends the home. He he goes out in the world and defends his family. And that's just, you know, what we see our man 
being for us. He he and it's in his nature to want to protect his his family. Uh if he really loves his family, if he invests anything in you, that's what he he feels uh has to happen. So I'm gonna um you know be just candid with you. You know, really run this down with yourself. Um at my divorce hearing we were walking out <laughs> and my husband said, I'm feeling some type of way. I said, why? He said, because you need my wife no more. And I said, no, I'm not. So then he walks up on me. Of course, he's taller than I am. And he walks up on me and, you know, and, and we talk and we hug and, you know, we even kissed and he said, I love you. I said, I love you too. You know, we just couldn't be a couple, you know. And it's okay. You know, at first, it, that hurt. And it still does. <clears throat> Around that time of the year, I get really frustrated and uh, and everything. But I'm working through that. And th- those feelings will always be with you if that's an event that happened to you that was traumatic. So don't feel bad about that. Don't feel bad about being mad. Don't feel bad about being upset you know but when you when you do separate from your mate somebody that you've been with you put a lot of time in and they may moved on and went right into another relationship don't always think that that relationship is going to work how do you know Tony? because i went through it and my ex-husband's uh mistress soon to be you know stayed to be his girlfriend they didn't stay together you know she came back and told me you know that she you know, was sorry for even messing with my husband. And she told me that, you know, you were the best woman for him. You know, she said that she was really just trying to use him. And then she said that she got with another guy and he did the exact same thing to her. So you never know the consequences and repercussions of you doing, you know, what what you're doing and the consequences and repercussions of what he's doing we have to take an account that people are people you know my husband told me he was like you was hell to live with and I was like what he was like yeah I was like no I don't think so I was just going through but I was depressed I was you know worried about you know our finances because we would be up for a minute we would be down for a minute I was trying to help him stand on this end trying to help him stand on that end and in my relationship we fought all the time, you know, so after, you know, we were trying to convince ourselves along with everybody else that our marriage was a viable marriage and that, you know, despite us fighting a lot that we really did love each other. So I was like, shit, I ain't going to be keep on trying to worry about it if it's not going to be, you know, something that I can keep up. And I excuse my curse word there, but, you know, I'm a human being just like everybody else. And we have to take into account that things happen, you know, and, 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 and you be feeling some type of way. I was like, even to this day, it's like the fights were my fault. And, and I'm like, this boy was doing this, 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 and this. <clears throat> but yet again, other people might say, well, you were doing this, 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 and this, this. So I sat back and I reevaluated the situation. I reevaluated myself. I reevaluated, reevaluated how we interacted. You know, I met my husband and he was six years younger than I was. And so he, 
you know, I really got him in his young years, the years that men really take and, you know, sow their royal oats, if you want to say, you know, 17, 18, 19, you know, we got married. He was 23. I was 29. By that time, we had been together for years because I met him when he almost turned 18 and then I was 24 and I kept telling him this little boy leave me alone but he wouldn't and the first time he and I interacted he stayed at my house well the first time we were intimate he stayed at my house you know for two weeks and back in the day I was young you know what I'm saying I was young and to have a dude next to me, I thought that's what I had to have. You know, I thought, you know, that I had to have sex. I thought that I, you know, I couldn't go without it. And to hear this young boy came, and he had some good sex. You know, honey, he had done set your girl on fire, and you know, and 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 that's how we 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 did that for each other. We 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 had good sex. We had that good. At sex life and 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 it was the other rooms in the house that we didn't have the the good rapport with and and you know that caused the problem and I had to separate the sex from the marriage you know I had to separate the from the marriage I had to separate that part of our life because if I didn't we wouldn't have made it and we at, at the end of the day we didn't but we became the best friends two people could be. We had a love for each other that, you know, was outside of the realm of sex. It was, I loved him and he loved me. And we were able to see each other for who we really were. And we were able to talk and we were able to communicate. And then he passed away. But he told me everything he wanted me to know. He said he loved me. He told me that if something happens to him to keep pushing on, he told me don't stop, keep going. He told me he was proud of me. And for him to say those words to me, I really will never forget those words. And uh, they touched me then and they touch me now. So if you're going through something, anybody, ladies, gentlemen, it doesn't matter. You know, time, they say, will heal all wounds, but... You know, that is, that's true to an extent. Some things just take uh, um, prayer and supplication. So talk to God about what you got going on. You know, he's not going to be too far because he already knows. And if your mate left, if he went with another woman, you know, it's hurtful to see your spouse with another female and they seem happy. But it's not all it seems. It's a show for the world. It's to put on this, you know, act. You know, oh, I'm so happy here. And he may feel like he's happy over there, but I guarantee you, he thinking about home. You know why? Because my husband told me, he was like, it wasn't a day went by that I ain't think about you and my kids. It wasn't a day that went by that I didn't want to come home. It ain't a day that went by that I felt like, what the hell I have done? I done destroyed my wife. And, you know, and I didn't know he felt like that. And and he, because we were talking and he was on the road and he said, and I said, you don't care about me. You ain't you he said you stop you stop right there you don't know how I cried and I was like okay and then I was like all right so he did care you know what I'm saying he he did you know uh 
love me, you know, because sometimes he's thinking he love me, but you know, I shouldn't think that my husband didn't love me because he did. He would give me whatever he had until he started tricking, <laughs> tricking if you got it. You know, but I ain't going to make this no long, drawn-out situation. You girls just take what happens. You know, I ain't saying take it for a grain of salt, but take it, evaluate it, and always look back at yourself. Because my dad always said when you point that index finger out, that thumb is going to come back. And not don't depict him. Depict you. So when you go into the next relationship, you won't carry all that baggage. Because just like this couple said, they fell in love and they knew that they were meant to be together. And despite the legal troubles they've had, despite what has happened, they're actually very happy. This person that you're married to may not be for you. And you may be trying to force something that is not there. And it is holding up the person that God really has for you. It's holding up the person that God has designed to be able to love you with your flaws and all. So don't ever feel like that it may not be. It's not going to, you know, that it's for the worst and it's going to hurt you so bad because you never know what God meant for this to happen. Um, I want you girls to give me some feedback, you know, unusual underscore blessings. That's me on on Instagram, uh, Tundi Hector on my LinkedIn, Tundi Hector on my Twitter, um, Facebook. My fan page is Tundi Hector. My email is runtundi at Gmail and also unusual um Blessings un uh, unusual blessings sixteen at gmail dot dot com. Hit me up. Let me know what you feel. You know, if you want to donate to my um podcast to help me to create some more content because I really want to take this um to the next level. I I love to talk and you people know it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're listening to me, I am what I am and I can't be nothing else. That's what Papa said. I am what I am and I can't be nothing else. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to experience different things. I'm going to try different things because you'll never know what is going to happen if you do not try. And if these men out here stressing you out, girl, don't let that man stress you out, girl. You better pray. You better go out and mingle. You better have fun. You better put your makeup on. You better put your heels on If you wear heels Whatever you wear Make yourself look good Go out and say You know what I wasn't born with him And I ain't got to die with him I can make it through this thing Because I am the most important person in the world And if he can't understand that That's on him You people have a good day I love you And always remember to pray And talk to the Father above And it's your girl Tunde And y'all have a blessed one Peace